Good morning, good morning, good morning, Boom Factor family. Oh my gosh. I just had a powerful, powerful word from the Lord himself. And, and As I close, remember Ecclesiastes 8.4, where the word of the king is, there really is power. So embrace the word, let it work in your life. Yes. And I'll see you in the next program. Um, I'm telling you, um, <laughs> my, oh, my voice, Lord, I have to go and get this check. My God, my God. And, um, the Spirit of the Lord just encouraged me. And I have a lot of material, a lot of material that I need to get published, a lot of material I need to put on these flash drives, a lot of books that need to finish being created and have substance, just as um, we just finished listening to Rick Renner, or I just finished listening to Rick Renner and it just so happens that I got up because you know I'm in the city because I'm, I'm this is my tax season, so I'm in the city, so I'm at the office, and um, and I received um. I'm not trying to put nobody out on blast, but this just was a confirmation that when God calls us to do something, we have to really do it with the right spirit, right? Because it will cause an effect on others. And um, an individual, I didn't now, I didn't even call this individual. This individual texts me. Okay, I have the text. I test them the new the other number, right? And when I called it didn't answer, but they respond by text, which I understood that because I do that too. Um and going back and back and forth and the whole bottom line it was like Using my spirit, the Lord said, I need to be a blessing to you, which you have need of, yada, yada, yada. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And this before I even went on Facebook. Um, it was like a test. I really felt that God was trying to test me because that was like a breaking point because I, I never asked anybody. You all know Boom Factor family. If anything, Dr. D going to work. I'm going to work. And since I've been out of work um my mission has been out of the the city right and so i'm like doing what i can to make sure i'm just maintaining because i don't have that check coming in every week no more because of the work-related injury right and so um, that workman compensation case is still pending. Matter of fact, I need to call that attorney. I need to call that attorney today and really find out, okay, what y'all, what's going on? What's going on with this case? Um, so with all that said, what should have happened 
and gave me peace about it. Now I'm finding out that payment didn't go through. Now my complex, they charge me extra fees. And it's like they thrive on these fees. And I'm like, how can you charge somebody NSF fee, uh, $175 for an NSF fee? Oh, come on, y'all. Come on now. Come on. You know, and I'm just like, hold up, Lord. This system is really to to maybe uh, I'm experiencing this because this is just too much to understand where people are, the working. You know, I'm, I'm really being humbled, humbled, humbled. Right, and um, and I've always understood where people are, but to go through that process in this generation, it is really like my God, and they want to know why people are dealing with depression and suicide, and and and, and people going shooting up companies and people in the in the corporate office, you know. It's like pressure upon pressure. Pressure upon pressure, bringing pressure. It's like a pressure cooker, right? <laughs> and, and then you really, really have to have some type of spiritual grounding mechanism to really keep you stabled. And I just thank God that even through this transition that I am experiencing, that I know God himself has thrust me into it. And I just sent the email to the manager office where I'm staying. I'm like, okay, I understand all this, but those fees is, is really, is really uh, ridiculous now. We, we have to do something about those fees. Okay, because listening to the message um, I have peace about it because I, the Father was singing over me this morning. Matter of fact, my spirit man was singing. Oh, my gosh. And I, I tried to, when I jumped up, I tried to catch what I was hearing in my spirit so I can give it to my son. I got to call him up and say, I know you're busy out there, but I need you to do something with these words. This is what I heard. And this was powerful. It was so anointed and powerful that it woke me up. And I still was hearing it. And it was like the Lord was saying, I did not give you the spirit of fear, but I have given you power, love, and a sound mind. Go in your authority. Stand. Stand. It was like, I am with you, daughter. I am your father, and I and you are my daughter. Stand in the power and authority that I have given unto you. And I was like, oh my gosh, how can you stand in the mechanism of people of this society that's in the natural that really think that they own everything, they don't own anything. They working just like they working for somebody just like we working for somebody. And instead of people working together because of what's happening in society, everybody's just, the society, I mean, I can remember back when I was a, a young girl, even with my mama in a neighborhood, 
and and with, with, even with the churches, the churches didn't have the resources that they have now, but the churches help people. I mean, literally help people. The churches didn't hurt people. The churches were there to help people. And then the neighborhood helped each other. We was together. This was like a family. And now the way the enemy has came in and made society so separate, so divided, so so selfish, so, you know, demeanor and, and just arrogant and just, I mean, just nasty and e-willed and everything is about what's on the paper and what's got to be paid and it doesn't matter we need this done okay yes and and i understand all of that but what about the human being what about you being in the office and all of a sudden you get a you catch a heart attack so you write me a nasty letter saying how much i owe you can die on the spot God can shut that business down on the spot. The owner of whatever business it is on the spot did what you have. You ain't going to be able to take that with you in the coffin. I done seen it time and time again. The last two years, you guys, the Father has been doing something with me. And that's why I I try to strive with people. Don't don't strive with me, (laughs) please. I don't know what's going on with me, okay? But please, do not strive with me. Because from what I'm seeing, people that have been coming against me, nasty, just petty stuff and just things that's been happening, I'm telling you guys, people have been dying. I'm serious. Or something is happening. Now, the backlash that I've been I'm experiencing from what the father is is in I'm I'm like really like Lord I'm not making this up Lord help me even with my own family members he said look I need you to go I need you to go to Alexandria okay okay I'm gonna go to Alexandria and guess what went to Alexandria we gave my mom a surprise birthday party. Um, in 2018, we spent time over there with my uncle, and guess what? Within a month's time, my uncle was gone. But I had a I had a chance to talk with him, and he grabbed my hands, and he said, "Niece, you my favorite nieces." He said, "Pray for me, cause I want my heart to be right." I'm not going to be on this earth for too long. He whispered that in my ear. And guess what, y'all? I prayed with my uncle. A month later, my uncle was gone. Once again, I had to go back home for the anniversary of my sister passing. Right? And I'm going to tell y'all right now. I don't know why this coming out like this. Tell y'all right now, the heavenly realm is real. I don't know where is heaven. I know it's up in the in the in the first level of the galaxy beyond the beyond. But like I can tell y'all this much, the heavenly the when we when we leave this earth, you still living somewhere else. So 
Let's get that straight. I know this for a fact. How? Because I done been with my sister in the hospital when she literally left and she saw the entrance of where she was going. She saw her burial place where we was going to bury her because I didn't even know where we was going to bury her. I'd never been to the plots in Alexandria. But I remember as we was driving through, I had shared with my mom and I gave her the recording because I recorded it. I had to find that recording. And she was like, Donnie, I see nothing but trees, a whole bunch of, and they so beautiful, they so green. I see nothing but trees. He said, she said, is this heaven? I said, I don't know what you're saying, sis. I don't know. And she said, wait a minute, wait a minute. I see gold sparkles. I see a light. I see a bright light. Oh, my. Is this heaven? I said, I don't know. I don't know, sis. I don't, I don't, I never been. I said, I remember I went for a little while and I saw a big bright light. It was like the light covered me with his love. I said, I can, I can only share with what I experienced a little time that I had had that spiritual encounter with God in 1991. And she said, wait a minute. I see people walking in. It's gold. Everything is gold. It's shining. I mean, she was not, I know she was entering into heaven because the word of God tells us that the streets are paved with gold. Y'all see what I'm saying? So it is a heavenly realm somewhere. And the best analogy that I can compare it to in the natural was the movie Thor, the first one. Oh, it was so beautiful. I said, oh my gosh. This is something like heaven. I mean, everything was huge. And in, in, in the pavement, when he came in, it was nothing but gold. I mean, and, and just beautiful, right? Right? And so now, I, I get I get calls. I had got calls from individuals um, saying, um, so-and-so is asking for you. Is it, can you come? I said, I won't be able to come, but let them know they're forgiven. I've forgiven them because I already knew what that was about. I said, I love Excuse me. I loved them from the beginning. They just didn't care for me. I don't know why. And I don't know if it's weeks later or months later, they went on and passed on over. They crossed over. You see what I'm saying? Many instances. The young lady at Walmart, God had me to be close to her. For some period, I knew of the young lady for four years, but that particular year, I had a chance to talk with her. We rode the bus together. And I saw a change in her. I asked her, did she have our affairs together? And she wanted to go see her mother. She haven't seen her mother in so many years. I said, I don't care what Walmart is telling you. I, I believe you need to go and get your mega bus ticket and go see your peoples. Go see your mother. 
And she took a leap of faith and she did that, you guys. And don't you know when she came back? I saw that Monday. And that Tuesday, I came to work. It was during tax season, same time. And, and Miss Stephanie, she grabbed my arm. She said, girl, so-and-so is gone. I said, what are you talking about? I just saw her yesterday. That's why I get emotional and I can't. God is doing something with me. I don't know what it is. I have to take it face value. And then I do know that he's bringing me down this path because the enemy is mad. He's coming at me hard, man. He's just pressing and pressing and pressing. And he's messing with my finances. He's, he's He think he's going to take me out. And I'm like, devil, if you didn't take me out with the car accident, and you didn't take me out trying to get somebody to kill me, if you didn't take me out with the cancer, you didn't take me out, you try to take me out for me falling, hurting my ankle, you try to take me out with my job, you try to take me out through my children, you try to take me out putting sickness on me again. I mean, it's a constant, constant battle with this entity called the enemy. And I'm like, since you're not going to give up, I'm not going to give up. But I'll tell you what, you guys. I don't have the spirit of fear. And I feared God. And I strive my best to live for God. And I strive my best to do my best to help others. And yes, it costs me sometimes. So now daddy is teaching me the difference. He's teaching me the, the difference, y'all. But with that said, it's not going to alleviate me from not going through anything like nobody else. My thing is, I'm just more open and transparent than others. You know, yeah, speakers and great leaders, they don't have to ask for help. To pay their bills because they have their products. I need help with someone to come in and help me produce my products. I have so many messages that I can put on tape. I have so many books that I need to finish. To to I have like I have five books right now that's complete that I have to finish. That send to the editor and just get it done. But where's the time? How can I just stop and don't worry about doing anything but putting these products out? These individuals have ABCDFG. So it just it just behooves me on how society is and how people can take their weight when they're in a position to say, wait a minute, you know what? We could we we're serving. We, we, we got you, okay? Don't compare me to your other tenants. Don't compare me to your other individuals. I am a daughter of Zion. Just like here. When they when that man came in here and said, I am Mr. Mark, and I want to let you know that we are sorry about the inconvenience of this, of your space, 
and we're going to take care of you this month. I know that's what that man told me. And I was like, what? I said, oh, praise the Lord. You just don't know how blessing that is in a relief. I said, because it really cost us money. The church, we really had to do our phone bank this weekend. We couldn't even have access to the building, you know. And we had volunteers coming in that Saturday, and they didn't allow nobody in the building. I said, oh, thank you so much. Don't tell me I didn't hear what he said. And then that lady from corporate office going to outright tell me, oh, ain't no, they only have a Mr. Mark, and he's way up here. He would never come to that building. And I say, excuse me, I don't know who Mr. Mark is, but uh, Mr. Mark came and talked to Dr. D, Miss Danielle. And he shook my hand and told me, he made sure I knew who his name was. You're not going to tell me I didn't hear right. I know I heard right. And what I told y'all, I stood on the word of God. And I prayed, I said, Father, I stretched my hands to thee. You did not bring me out of homelessness from Hurricane Harvey. You did not protect me from the enemy from trying to kill me in a car accident. You did not protect me and brought me to life from cancer almost to death. You did not bring me this far for people to think they can just come and talk to me any kind of way, treat me any kind of way, even with people within the body of Christ, think they can just handle me no any kind of way. I am trusted in you and I have the fear of the Lord in me. I reverence you as not only my God, but my father because my earthly father is gone. I don't have no one else. And guess what? God turned that thing around. Now I see he's humbling me. He said, now I need you to go on Facebook and let people know you need help with your rent this month because of what happened with the check. I said, oh, Lord, I'm not doing that. Oh, no. I said, oh, no. He said, well, you said transparency. You said I can use you. You have a need. You ask not because you have not. I said, oh, Lord, have mercy. Y'all just don't know. It took me two hours just to even start the post. I was up. Y'all know. I was like, right now, I'm running late. I need to get over here to to this job. But I'm sharing with you guys that that message, the fear of the Lord, is so powerful. It works both hands. Like you say, electricity is good. But if you break the principles of electricity, it could turn bad against you. And it's not the electricity fault. It's the, it's the handler fault. Electricity, the plugs, the outlets are there for you to plug in another source to gain power. It's not for a human to stick their finger or any other type of object to get power. Right? So it's the handler. How are you handling your situation? I'm handling my situation the best way I know how, but the Lord woke me up singing over me and telling me I did not give you the spirit of fear. I've given you the power and authority. I've given you love. Continue to walk in in the love that I've given you, and I've given you a sound mind. You're not losing your mind. That's the whole thing. You're not losing your mind. I'm giving you a sound mind. And you're reclaiming your mind. 
Stop letting people think there's something wrong with you. Ain't nothing wrong with you, daughter. I'm taking you into a deep place. I'm like, whoa. And those that mishandle you is going against the principle of what I've structured. That's why you tell people, whoa, 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 let's let's calm down. Okay, yeah. I know I know I owe this, just like with the lady on the Comcast. She said, Well you owe I say, ma'am, I've I've already called. Okay. I asked them, disconnected, I won't be able to pay it and I will pay the balance. Well, we have to have some type of payment just to even document it. I said, okay, so you should be able to document me calling you guys last week. I explained to you, I am in a transition. I'm doing other mission work. I am working another job. I had a work-related injury. I have my paperwork. I will pay the bill. Look at my track record. I've been paying my bills. Okay? So, so... As a manager of something, I will go back and look at the track record on an individual customer. Okay? Okay, wait a minute. This customer being consistent, something happened. But see, society don't care about when nothing happened. As long as you hype, as long as you on time, as long as that money coming, they don't care if you got sick. They don't care if you had a family emergency. They don't care. They're... To the point, they don't even care if you drop dead. Because even when my sister passed, they had people. We told, we sent the death certificate. All right, we sent the death certificate to two two companies. And guess what? She only owed 30-something dollars. And they was making a big old, we're going to take her to court. You're going to take somebody to court for $30? Really? Really? Come on, company. Y'all have insurance. Come on, y'all. Greed. Greed. That's all it's about is greed. And at the end of the day, people don't understand that everything that you put in pressure on another individual to make their life harder, God said you're going to reap what you sow. Period. It don't matter if you're working for somebody else. I believe, like that judge said one day, on, 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 I forgot her name, because she come on the Facebook now. She said, God put her in a place to be a help to people. Use her power to empower people, not to discredit them or, or dismantle them. So, yeah, they have to pay her consequences, but within that consequence, she want to empower them to do better in their life. When they come before her. And she stated that when God put you in a position of power, use that to empower somebody. Hey. So people that get these titles and get these positions, they walk around with their shoulder up and their head up high. And they really think they have arrived when they had a snap of a finger like Thanos on the Avengers. God could snap his finger and you'll drop dead and you won't even know what happened. You can't take that job with you. You can't take all the certificates and degrees with you. You can't take that position with you. 
You can't take that office with you. You can't take the items in the office, stuff that's in the office that people just puff up. You can't take none of that with you. Only thing that you can take with you is a seed sown in someone else's life. And that's to bring them to the knowledge of Jesus Christ. I have come to that reality. And that's that has been my proclamation to anyone that I stand before. And it doesn't matter how they talk to me or how they treat me. And I be I, it behooves me that people don't get it. You can't take nothing with you when you die. Even with your attitude, you got to get that right to cross over. Because if you want to go over to the other side and still live on on the, the prosperity side, the heavenly side, you have to make sure your heart right and you've been treating people right. But if you've been egotistical, prideful, think you got it all going on, bag of chips and more... And nobody can tell you nothing, and you just going on doing what you got to do, and you know what I'm saying? You're going to wind up on that hellish side, gnashing of teeth, burning forever, being tormented day and night of the very thing that you call yourself puffing up in this world. This is practice. A lot of people don't understand this word is practice on how you going to live on the other side. And I make it my point. You know, and so I, I, I just want to, to share with individuals. Be careful. Be careful, you guys. Be careful how you deal with people. Be careful how you talk to people. Be careful how how you treat people. Don't make a vow so quickly. Oh, you know, I'm going to do that. I'm going to promise. No, you don't promise nothing to nobody. Don't do no favors. Don't promise. Don't do nothing. Because the next hour is not promised to us. It's not. We got to walk this walk of faith every day. Trusting in the Lord that he'll make a way. He keep us. All day, every day. That's all you hear now. Arabs, people getting shot, killed. Somebody got died. This didn't happen. Explosion, earthquakes. Oh, hey, it's it's calm down. It's calm down. And I, and I, and I believe, I believe in my spirit that the Father is allowing all this to happen to shake society up. And the things that we run to and give to is really don't amount to a hill of beans because when it's all said and done, what are you doing for humans? What are you doing for the human being? What are we doing for each other? How are we taking care of each other? It has to be more than just a dollar, right? People in business. You got your evil ones, and then you got your ones that's really trying to make a difference to be a blessing to people. And that's what I want to do. I want to be a blessing to people. I want to build a business with a foundation with the Lord on it. 
And yes, that's my livelihood. So the service has to be rendered, but I'm not going to be nasty about it. Just write it off. That's why they got income tax. <laughs> and with that said, I'm going to get back with y'all later. Let me get ready to get out of here. Yes, Father, in the name of Jesus. What's up, what's up, what's up, Boom Factor family? I just want to um, come back and uh, reiterate on some stuff I was speaking on earlier about the fear of the Lord. And um, I think I kind of digressed on some issues that uh, the Father has really been uh, taking me down a path. And uh, I want to make a, a course correction. I think I said the last two years. I can really honestly the last the last five years because time going by so fast. I'm thinking last year, but we're in a new year, and I can say um, because my this year would be five years. My sister have been gone. So that's like a starting point for me. Um, like a starting point for me to really understand the time zone, I guess, because even before then, but literally I've experienced that that intervention. And the father was told me while I was walking out here to the, the Spirit of the Lord was sharing with me, he said, well, you, he said, you say you don't know what's going on, uh, let's make it plain. Uh, that's part of chaplaincy. He said, remember you, you going to the, the, the life, the lifeline quarterly. I had you going and you stopped. I said, yeah, you sure was. And he was, was really um, building something up for me then. I don't know why I stopped, Lord. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I apologize. I said, um, but you know my life. You you have seen what I, I've been sidetracked. I can't make no excuses for it, but I, I repent. I, I got sidetracked. I got involved um, with others. 
thinking that this was your call, and I, I still feel it was your call for me to be a blessing to a brother in Christ to help him with his organization, but you see how that turns out, you know, I say so, I, I, I put my own self in the shell, you know, and as I was talking, y'all, it was like the Spirit of God said, we don't, we're not hearing that. That's irrelevant. And I was like, er, okay, okay. He said, stop dwelling on that. I, Father said he's taking care of that, so you don't need to worry about that anymore. I said, okay. I said, well, I'm sorry. I repent. He said, no, you don't have to repent. He said, you're just getting back on course. You ask a question, and I'm coming to give you an answer. Um, the reason why that you are there with individuals or people come to you is because you you have that mantle upon you that Father has given unto you. It's not strange. He don't want you to be fearful about it. And yes, people should be careful because of what God Father have placed upon you. It's a matter. And I was like, oh. I said, okay, a mantle. I said, a mantle? A mantle, a mantle to relieve people so they can cross over? I say, uh, because this is, it, 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 it it's weighty. That's the word I want to use. I say it's weighty, Father, because when the debt comes, I'm all tore up. I don't even know how to deal with it, especially if I, I'm close to the individuals, per se, I guess. It does something to me. Why is that? And it was like the Spirit of God said, well, that's the human nature. Human nature... God created human nature. He filled every part of your being because he created you from himself. You came out of him. You were created in the very image of him. I was like, whoa. So you guys, um, the part I was sharing about my aunt, I really was saying about... um, I wanted to get to my aunt. And I skipped over that and started talking about my sister and how she was entering into the heavenly realm, right? But he told me to bring my chauffeur and my prayer cloth, uh, cloak. Um, And so what happened, as I was going, as I was going to Alexandria, my mom called and said that um, Auntie, in which is my sister, has been um, rushed to the hospital, right? What is this bus turning? Okay, I'm about to say this. And I was like, oh, wow, really? And see, I didn't even know that, you guys. Hold on, y'all. 
the street that she was on and everything, y'all. I didn't know this. Right? Okay. So, I'm holding her hand, right? But, she kept calling my name. And I said, you gotta complete it. You guys, I remember, I remember saying, I said, you gotta complete the walk. You gotta complete the walk. Because God was taking her through her life so she could deal with issues in her life. You could hear her saying, oh, I'm sorry. Please, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do this. I didn't mean to do that. You could tell that God was cleansing her, right? And, and, and she had to get things right. And then at the end, oh, my God, the is too loud. I don't know if I can hear you. Let me come back. Let me come back when I get off the bus. Because you guys got to hear this. This is very important. I'm going to come back when I get off the bus and finish talking about it, okay? you guys um i'm trying to finish this because i'm about to head to work and they be waiting for me the customers uh when i get there so i'll be gone all i'll be busy but um the bus was loud so what i was striving to um reiterate on what i was talking about this morning about um preparing for debt and the last five years, as I evaluated in listening to um, 
Rick Renner message this morning. That's a, that was a confirmation from what the Lord was singing over me. I mean, I can literally hear her. Uh, I just, I feel a power of God now. He was singing over me that he has given me the, the power and authority. And I'm walking in the power of his love. And he has given me a sound mind. There's nothing wrong with me. My mind is in him. And, and I've been conformed to him, not to this world. And the things that I, I mean, encounter is nothing. It's daughter, relax. I just, it's just like every day now, it's like he's been comforting me because you have um, situations come at you and um, you're like, okay, so how can I avoid this? I mean, I'm, I'm, it's just like out of my control. And you hear messages and people and people try to give you advice, try to tell you, well, you know, Maybe you should have did this and why this happened and yada, yada, yada. And you know what? You just don't know a person's path. And so, um, I pray this is my best. No, it's a 65. So with that said, you guys, I was really getting concerned. Like, did I miss something, daddy? Because this, what was happening here? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, hi. I'm trying to see stuff where you catch this bus. Then I might have to walk. And then that's where I'm on my feet. Alright, another way to gain you guys. Say this. I gotta gotta release this in the atmosphere because I, I feel that this is so important that somebody need to hear this. Um, so forgive me with all this noise. Um, I won't be on here too long. Um, but it'll give me a chance to, to walk my way in. Then I'll put in my steps. Um, at Sam Houston Parkway. But, but, um, we just have to be careful. It, it just, this is like countdown time. And, and the most important thing I can share right now before I get into, um, what I was saying earlier is this is countdown time and it's time for for each person to really dig deep in their heart and get things right with God with themselves and with others that's the most important thing all this other stuff you can't take it with you man uh, you got to leave a, a, a legacy somewhere um, one thing I, I heard from um, Tony Evans' wife home going, 
that she's left a, 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 a legacy behind, a presence. And and what that meant when when they was talking about the impact that she made on people's lives, just showing up, right? Uh, change people's lives. So with that said, hold on, I'm about to get off the bus. stop to the next <laughs> okay but this is what I wanted to um, continue um, what, what what is your legacy what what is they what he was saying he's in, in, in a sentence what will someone say about you what kind of impact that you will make on somebody's life, right? Um, I may not understand it and know it, but from what I've gathered thus far, um, I kind of made a little impact (laughs) or impression on Um, the consistency of the relationship don't last because then it crossed over to control and manipulation which Dr. D just ain't gonna stand for because been there done that and um, (laughs) when you come out of a, a domestic violence issue and you can spot it or fall off you're not going to walk back into it if you're smart, right? I mean, I'm not that desperate, you know, for to sell myself just to have a man on my side to treat me like I'm nothing. When I know I'm something, I'm the queen and daughter of y'all, right? That I've learned of now. But back then, I didn't know that young girl, naive, right? But anyway... So with the consistency of prayers and fasting and praying and just being a servant of God and on missions and traveling the world, I've, I've learned to be humble before God and walk in the fear and knowledge of God, right? To really, really make an impact in life.
is a powerful, powerful message that I need to finish. Can you see all this interruption? Okay, so I was talking about preparing and fearing, uh, preparing for debt. And in between um, these years that have passed, I've experienced and I, 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 I can't make this up. And listening to Rick Renner, I'm understanding some stuff that why stuff happened, right? And I have to make sure that I'm clear and pure because of the mantle. Now, God told me that the Spirit of God, the Spirit of God, which is the Holy Spirit in the earth, the Spirit of God revealed to me that you have a mantle. God has placed a mantle upon you as a as a as a, a mediator, at, like a, a chaplain, that people come. Not only they talk to you, or you have to go and see them, or something that they are called to do, right before. They cross over. And it was weighty because these are folks that I know of, or even people I don't know of. And like I was explaining to you guys, when I was going to Alexandria, um, I got caught up saying about my, my sister and how she was entering to the, the heavenly realm. And God was preparing my aunt to leave. And she was going through this whole, her whole life, you guys. I brought my chauffeur and my prayer cloth. Um, cloak, cloak. I got to learn the difference. The cloak. God said, bring it. Now, that was before I even know she was in the hospital. While I'm on the highway, my mom called me and told me that they rushed her to the hospital. I didn't know this, y'all. I'm just being obedient. And then during that time when I did get there, she said, Donnie, I, I, I know you came to see me, and and, and we, we're going to go and clean off your sister's grave and do ABCDFG, but we need to go and see your aunt. She's asking for you. And I say, what? I said, oh, my gosh. So we went to go see her, and I couldn't distinguish. I can't remember, you guys, if she was always hot and they had the room cold, or she was always cold and they had the room, the, the room hot. I can't remember that, but what I do remember, after that journey with her and the cleansing that God did for her, and I saved that prayer of repentance and accepted Jesus to refresh her, and she accepted Jesus in her heart. You can literally see the glory. It's like the room just lit up. That darkness that was there first was gone. Right? And then she kept saying, oh, I'm so cold. Or she kept saying, I'm so hot. Remember, I can't remember that. Um, I do remember whatever it was, it reversed it. Right? And um, <clears throat> they were supposed to do a surgery. She had a 
a mesh in her stomach or something and it exploded. And um, if they didn't do the surgery, um, well, it was already backing up, y'all. But it already she revealed to me she was going. She was, she, he was, she was about to check out. All right? But I didn't say anything. I, I heard it and saw it. But I didn't know it was going to be that fast. Oh, my gosh. But time. Visit her again. She was doing good. But time. I done made it back to Houston, y'all. My aunt was gone. So I was like, oh, mom. I said, I, 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 I said, I'm not able to afford another trip out there. I said, I don't know how y'all going to do this. And because she was so big, the medicine had blew her up. You see. So, like. Somebody that won't know her situation, they will automatically judge her and say, oh, but she ain't was eating right. She just got fat and everything. No, no. She started taking that medicine, y'all. They started shooting her up with steroids. So y'all watch the steroids. Started shooting her up with the steroids. They was giving her all these pills. And I believe that is blowing her stomach. Because them pills have acid and stuff. And I'm sorry. You got to pray over these medicines now, y'all. I ain't saying not going to the doctor because I got to go to the doctor and get myself checked out. It just something ain't right. I know something ain't right in my body, y'all. I know it. I can feel it. I, y'all can hear it in my throat if I talk too long. And I, y'all know I've been dealing with this for two years now. Since 2018. Uh, my throat. Uh, from all that smoke, remember? I'm not going to read reiterate on that but um <laughs> um I ain't saying not go to the doctor but find out what's going on with you when you go to the doctor and then you get you some intercessors to pray over you the bible say you go to the elders of the church and let them pray over you and any sin you'll be forgiven period that's the word y'all we don't, we don't, we don't stand on the word of God no more. And and I've watched. They got a station on television when I do have time to watch it called Decades. That's all the the little shows from the, from the past, right? And one thing I noticed about the shows all the way up to the seventies, it started winding out when it got into the eighties. But all the way up to that, they reverence God. Oh, yes, they did. They prayed. That father was the father. The mother was the mother. And the children obeyed. And they came together as a family and they prayed. We don't have that no more. I've noticed children don't even know the Our Father's Prayer. That's a shame. They don't even know the Our Father's Prayer. At least teach them that, parents. At least teach the children the Our Father's Prayer. If they can't do nothing else, at least they can pray that prayer. That prayer really is cover everything. You know what I'm saying? Well, let me get back to the almost, I'm almost there. Um, so the Holy Spirit was saying, you have the mantle upon you. And yes, people come to you and talk to you. You save people's lives. You help them cross over. 
you know and I was like oh my gosh you know and I was like but I need strength father because emotionally to be honest I can't handle it 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 does something to me you know and I just heard something else the other day somebody I know that passed I said oh Lord say you serious I say my 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 and, and it's just like, what? You know what else the father told me? And that woman was like, I said this with my daughter, and you, you guys may, may mock me, but be careful with that. Don't mock Dr. D. I'm telling y'all, it's a warning. I'm serious. Um, the Spirit of God said, because of society becoming wicked, he has shortened the lifespan again. And I was like, whoa. And when I said that with my daughter, it was like, Ma, I believe that. Because now, all of a sudden, you have people. Now, the old schoolers that are passing on, they didn't already cross over that threshold. So, yeah, you're going to have something that's leaving that's been 90, 100. Yeah, they didn't cross over. They didn't live the good, healthy life. They have lived the life that God promised them. You know what I'm saying? But now you got people passing 50 years old. You know, 60 years old, 40 years old. And we said, oh my gosh, they died so young. Yada, yada, yada. And God, and the Spirit of God told me, He said, no, daughter, I have shortened the lifespan again. I've taken off another 20 years. So, he has stated in the word of God that he have allowed man to live three score plus ten. That's 70 years, right? So, really, if someone passed at 50, they didn't live their life. They didn't finish their course. They have served their purpose. Whoa. So, I didn't already crossed over, right? 50. But I feel that I really haven't reached that point. Because I was like, dang, every time I feel that you about to vindicate me or recompense me, and it's my time to, to, um, to really, folks, to really acknowledge who I really am, you shut it down sometimes. Right? And, and the Spirit of God is like, no. I have, and I am, and I'm doing it. It just not may not be the way you think I'm going to do it. I was like, whoa, okay, okay, you got me. <laughs> so you got me, Daddy, you got me. So, um, he did that with her. Uh, he did that with... With, with my friend here at the Walmart that time. He did that even with another one of my customers. My brother Alton. Oh my God. No Vernon. You know, he came back. D, Miss D, Miss D, I'm going to get myself together. I took your advice. You know, I'm get things right. My paperwork and everything. He had got his taxes and stuff. I was like, oh, Lord, my chest is heavy right now just talking about it. 
Oh Lord have mercy. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to give a get a break off of this because it does stop putting you guys. It, it really it really takes up all of me. Um the impact of this and just hearing that message. We have to prepare ourselves, that's all I'm saying. We have to prepare ourselves uh, for that. And it's not material things, you guys. It's our hearts. Alright? And um Hi, how you doing, see? Hey, hey. And um it's two it's two ways um that that God has um placed the mantle for people just to come and share. Um people get things right. They come and get things right that wasn't right with me. Or God will use me to allow people to get themselves right, to clear their heart, so they can cross over. And that's why he told me last year, he said, daughter, you'll never have to worry about trying to vindicate yourself ever again. No matter what people do to you, don't worry about it, because at the end of their life, if they don't get it right now, they have to get it right when they cross over. Or no, they won't be able to cross over. So I, I, I like I had did a message because people feel like they could just go on and because they're still going on and haven't gotten it right that everything is good. But we forget that God sees, He hears. We have the angels that write down everything, that see everything. There's nothing that we could do that hide, you know. There's nothing you can do that you can hide from God. I don't know why people just feel like they can just treat people in a kind of way and call upon the name of the Lord. It's just not going to happen. Don't use God as a manipulation tool to get what you want. And that's what God is teaching me now. You know, I'm going to have to teach you, daughter, because you're naive in some stuff. Just because people say, Lord, Lord, that doesn't mean their heart is with me. That means their heart is far away from me. And everybody's hearts are not like your heart. But in the same token, I don't want you to turn. Don't allow the evilness to cause your heart to turn evil. Don't render evil for evil. Don't get weary in doing good. Whatsoever man soweth, that shall he reap. That word, that. T-H-A-T. That thing. That. Okay? So you don't have to worry about nothing. So that's where I'm at, you guys. I'm at work. I got to make another phone call before I go up in. But um, I'm going to try to finish clearing that up about preparing for debt and how people come. And they just start talking and sharing and just, you know, a lot of things that I find myself in the midst of. And then two weeks later, a month later... They're gone, and normally it's quick. It's like really like, Lord have mercy. And it does it, it does something to me, but with the explanation, hey, my brother, how you doing? Yeah. How you been? Yeah. So come see me later, right? Next month? All right. You know, it's really been like, you know, um, it's really been tasty and weighty. That's the word that, that I've been... Um, using it's been weighty on me, and the weightiness, and I'm and God has given me the strength, and so I can stand before people and say, "Look, 
please work work with me. Um, and when I look at it every day, it's like, Lord, that's why I don't I don't like depending on people. I don't I don't like to ask nobody to do anything because if whatever they do or say fall through, it's still gonna hurt me even more. You know what I'm saying? And, and I, I don't need to be hurt more because I don't have more. I'm walking by faith every day. I, I'm not on this this secular job for six months without no income. <laughs> and you've been keeping me. And this is like, okay, catch-up time. But, you know, I, I, it just was something. So let me go. Let me make this phone call. And I'm going to chat with you guys later. I pray that this kind of helps somebody um, to understand. First of all, it is life after life, <laughs> you know, not life after death, you know, because you alive, then you pass on to life. The most important thing is what side you're going to be on when you cross over. Is it going to be a life of torment that you're going to live in or a life of peace and joy and happiness? And the only way for you to know now, this is practice ground. And we, you know, we joke around and hee-hee and ha-ha, but we have to get our spirit man together. We just got to do what we're supposed to be doing, y'all. That's all. The right way. God way. Uh, and ask him to help us clean us up from the inside out. Uh, while we're doing our craft, while he's promoting us, don't forget... Don't, don't let that promotion, that title, that position, the degrees, don't, don't the accolades, don't let that sidetrack you to the point where you can't treat people right, you can't talk to them right. I know sometimes we come across people that you just want to punch them in the face, go back up and smile and walk away. Now, I ain't going to say that nobody abuse you, women and men, don't let nobody abuse you. You got to walk away from that situation too. But after it's said and done, trust, trust, let's trust in God. Trust in Him. Acknowledge Him in all thy ways, and He'll direct your path. You know, all these pregnant women, Lord, y'all just don't know. I have seen so many pregnant women. They was just popping out everywhere. I mean, bellies just hanging out. They just hanging out their shirt. <laughs> All right, let me go. Okay, God bless. Bye-bye.